Getting married is an event that holds a different meaning for everyone. For some, it's based on religious traditions, and for others, it's a validation of an earlier choice they made to live with that special someone they love. Hi, I'm Lauren, and welcome to Choosing Your Reflection, a series of discussions that reflect upon the reasons we have for choosing our wedding day outfits. Our guests are diverse, but they all share a common journey. As they share their stories, they'll help us unravel the mystique that exists around choosing that special outfit and what they learned about themselves along the way. So my name is Alyssa. I am 32 years old. I work as a compliance trainer, which I love. I've been in the role for just over two years at this company, and I've really enjoyed growing and learning how to help people. And with the current climate, it just really hits you right now. So... Mike and I met online. We met on a dating website probably 10 years ago now. I was going to Rowan. He had recently graduated from Rowan. We should have crossed paths because of some of the ways that we were in classes and buildings, but we never did. We had our first date in Glassboro and then just kind of hanging out ever since. Did you have any issues with it socially at the time? Because that was relatively new at that point. I don't think I told anybody. I mean, my my best friend knew. My mom definitely didn't know. I think that stigma has been gone for a while. I like laugh when I tell people. It's weird, but like I probably walk by them. But when you think about it, that whole way of thinking and the way of doing things, I was 22 years old. I had no business trying to find a husband. You know what I mean? I was still in college. What was I trying to do? I don't know, but like to have met Mike then and then to look who we are now and what we have now, We must have talked about the right things or something because we got a lot out that first night. We were there for probably like three and a half, four hours, just talking and drinking and and connecting and learning. And we're still really, really good about communicating. Mike and I got married in 2016. So this year will be four years. And that sounds super gross out loud. (laughs) It's so funny because I still feel like it was five minutes ago that we got married and we had this beautiful connection of everything. Then to think about all the things that have happened since, it's such an interesting perspective. When you think about your wedding, your husband, and your dress, what is the first thing that pops into your head? Glitter. (laughs) Um, mostly about the wedding and the dress, not so much Mike, but, um, (laughs) but that also, I think summarizes me. I was trying to come up with words when I was planning my wedding. And that was the first one. I was like, I don't care what else happens. I just want it to be bubbly and glittery and fun. And that was what I wanted. Every little girl thinks about her wedding, but I would always draw the same kind of dress. And my mom like has like a doodle she found. It was like a ball gown. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can wear a ball gown. And, you know, I tried a couple of them on and it, it, that was what clicked. And I guess if we're looping Mike in, the word fun would help too with him because we always have fun, whether we're in the car or we're with family or just at the grocery store. That is who we are as a couple. So glitter and fun are probably the first two things I would think about. So how did you incorporate glitter and fun into your wedding? I guess we could start with the dress because that was really where the glitter began. My mom's mom had passed away. And this is where I started to get a little choked up because this is like the big thing. She passed away and she had put money aside that none of us knew about. It was for me, my sister, and my cousin. And it literally said, for your wedding. 
perfect. So I did go to a chain store first. You know, I grabbed my bridesmaids and we made a whole thing of it. We all wore t-shirts because again, that's who I am. Everybody's going to match. We're going to make it weird and fun. Not just weird, but fun. And so we all went to the chain store and, you know, my mom, my aunt, my sister, my cousin, really beautiful dresses, but they weren't right. I was happy, but wasn't there just quite yet. And I'm a bigger girl. So sometimes when you go places, like you're not always going to find what you're looking for because that's not the genre or the person that they make dresses for. So I thought that chain store would have been that, but it just wasn't it. So my sister suggested that we go to Kleinfeld. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. That's crazy to spend that much money on a wedding dress. But she's like, let's just go. She's like, let's just go. So we go. The person we had the appointment with was from Howell, New Jersey. And my family's from Jackson, New Jersey. So I was like, well, this is great. She's going to get that Jersey sassy attitude. Like she's going to get me. So I put on three dresses and that third dress was it. There's a picture, and again, I don't know if I can find it, but my aunt's reflection in the mirror, she's just crying, sobbing, holding her face the second I walk out the door. And at first, I didn't want to like it. I was like, I'm not going to buy a dress here. I'm not going to do it. This is crazy. It's irrational. You know, like I worked all through college. I always had jobs. I always supported myself. So I just thought it was crazy to do something like that. But then when I put on that dress, knowing that my grandmother did that and knowing that I didn't have to think about it, I was like, this is it. I got the dress that I loved. So I was really, really thankful for that. But to this day, when I tell the story, I tell everybody, don't start there. <laughs> like, Don't start with a $5,000 dress in your head because then you're not going to be open to anything else. I was open to a $100 wedding dress. If you would have asked my mom about my wedding, she would have said we would be eating ribs outside and I would be wearing a white dress from Target. <laughs> Literally until the day we bought the dress. That's what she would have said because that's to me, it wasn't always about that. But as soon as I put on that dress, everything else fell into place. It's glittery, but it's also a little lacy and it has these beautiful accents. And then we found earrings from my Nana who passed that went with the dress. It just, it all came together at that moment. Finding that dress at that place, not in my wildest dreams that I ever think I would be there, let alone buying a dress from there. And of course, my sister was loving it because people from the show are there and you're like, oh my God, I don't even know who that is. And I feel bad because I don't know who that is, but like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but it was definitely a beautiful experience because it's, it was a luxury experience that I wasn't anticipating. They really take care of you. You get what you pay for. There's this dress designer who said what she loves about wedding gowns is that it's almost purely emotional and not at all practical. And I feel like that's what a lot of us think of when we think about a wedding gown or at least a dream wedding gown. But when you did put on that third luxury experience wedding gown, could you speak to the emotional state that you went through? So again, I'm going to start to cry because it's super cheesy, but I looked like myself. It didn't take away from the person that I am because a dress can swallow you and you can try to fit yourself into a dress. But it didn't make me feel that way. Like I felt like myself, some people think they have to create this big illusion about what they need to look like on their wedding day. But I was like, this is me. This is my dress. Mike is going to look at me and be like, that's my wife. That was my first reaction when I saw the dress. This is my dress. This is not something I'm trying to like make myself into, or I have to do anything crazy with my hair or my makeup to like make this work. It just was. And I think that sense of normalcy was why it worked because 
I put on some dresses that were a little wild and a little crazy just to see. And I was like, this isn't who I am. And when I had that on, I was like, this is me. He's going to look at me and be like, this is my wife. This is everything that this day is about. It's about us. Ah, I guess I'm crying. (laughs) No, it's good. It's good to know that it was so important to you that you even think about it emotionally. I mean, you said four years later, that's how strong you feel about it. Since your grandmother so lovingly gave you and your other family members money for this, do you feel like she was there as well? Do you think that contributed? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I... So my Nana was the littlest thing. She was like five foot nothing with the biggest attitude. So anytime I do something ridiculous or like I walk into a wall or I drop something or I just forget what I'm doing, I know that's her kind of signaling me back. But I know 100% she was there because it was such, (laughs) it was such a beautiful and easy day. And I, I, I know she was there for sure. That's so beautiful that you had that uh, opportunity. And I know you're getting emotional here and that, and I appreciate that you're so open with us. And I'm curious also, do you think the drawing that you had done as a child, do you think that fit the bill of what the reality became? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I didn't think that's what I was going to get. I thought I was going to get like, a sleek, rushy, very, and that I put on that dress. I'm like, this is crazy. It's that Cinderella idea that you always have when you're little of like, and you kind of drift away from that into reality when you become an adult and you're like, well, not everybody's going to look like that. And then you get this chance to see if that is what it is. And then you're like, wow, like this has always just been in my head and then it clicks and it's crazy. (sighs) (laughs) So moving a little bit forward in the timeline, could you speak a little bit about the day that you put it on, aka your wedding day? Was there a reveal or did he see you at the end of the aisle? Just a little bit about that. He did not see it. I didn't give him hints. I didn't even tell him what color it was going to be because I also thought I'd be wearing a pink dress. Like I 100% thought it was going to be like wild, but he did not see it. It was at my mom's house literally until two days before. We're not very traditional. We lived together before we got married, but there's some things that were like really, really important and keeping that until the day of was something that I really wanted to do. And with my dad. So like my mom obviously saw it. My bridesmaids saw it. A couple of my close friends who like, I couldn't wait. I showed them, but my dad and my husband did not see it until the day of. I did first looks with both of them because I wanted that moment and I pictures of them both crying. (laughs) So I definitely want to say this. They are not like emotional, mushy, gushy, like, no. Mike, he he sees the picture and he's like, I don't remember doing that. I'm like, yes, you do. (laughs) That moment where he saw me and I saw him, like, and we, our photographer got that picture. That's what I had in my head when I put on that dress. I knew it was me that he was looking at in this beautiful dress, but we're here together. It was really, really beautiful that first look that he and I did. I think they're two different things which I'm discovering as I go through these interviews. There's the perfect dress and there's the dream dress. And they can be the same, but sometimes they're not. And I'm curious what your definition of that is. Yeah, so I think dream is the thing that you thought of your entire life, right? And any of the components of the dress, whether it's a certain type of veil or your hair a certain way or, you know, like 
red bottom shoes. Like that is your dream. That is the thing you always just look forward to. Um, but then in, in perfect, I think we almost take ourselves out of it because perfect could be something that other people have that you don't have. Right. Like I definitely saw some dresses on some people from weddings that I've been to. And I'm like, that is perfect, but it wouldn't have been perfect for me because it wouldn't look like that on me. Or I said the opposite, like, oh, she could probably do better than that because I know how beautiful that person is. So like, I think dream is the thing that's out there in the world that you've thought of. And then I think perfect is taking yourself out of the equation and just envisioning all of the components of the wedding. I think for me, I got really, really close to my dream being my perfect when I put on that dress because there was literally a picture that I drew like as a kid, little like put like dots in the bodice, like the whole thing. Like, cause when you're little, you think about it, but when you're 17, you're not always thinking about that. When you're 19, 20, graduating from college, finding a job, like that's where your head's at. You're not always thinking about those things. And then to come full circle on that is just really cool. Do you feel like a person's choice of what they wear reflects who they are or what they want to say? Because you're, you're on display during a mm-hmm. wedding. You're unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your personality, you're putting on a show. And do you think a person's choice of attire says something about them? I do. Um, for me, like, like I said, um, a lot of the dresses that I saw for my size were not very shapely. And I was like, ugh, like I want to be on display. I want to show my chest area. Like I like that part of me. Like I want to feel like myself. But then I look at my sister who is engaged now and getting married next year and all of her choices, even though they were beautiful and glittery, they were more reserved. But then this last one she puts on, it's got the V in the middle and the thing. And I'm like, excuse me. Like, so I think when you decide the parts that you're comfortable with and showing to people and, and wanting to display, like you said, I think those are big factors too, because when somebody's comfortable with their body, they're going to do different things versus somebody who's not, um, wedding dress or not, like you're going to wear jeans or you're going to wear leggings. Like that's an everyday decision that we all make. Right. But I think taking yourself into consideration and what, other people may see, right? Like if you're a very conservative person, you have a very conservative family, like you're going to, you're going to take those things into consideration. But I really didn't. I was just like, nope, that's it. This fits me like me. That's it. Do you think your dress found you or do you think that you found it? I originally thought I'd be wearing two dresses because I was going to be so hot, but I wore that thing the whole time. I wanted to sleep in it. Mike was like, no, you have to take it off. Like you're not going to sleep. You're already so warm. I was like, okay. I looked at a lot of dresses. I only went to one other place, but I looked at a lot of dresses and I was just like, this isn't it because I didn't even favor the dresses that that were going to be on display that day. Like my sister did that, like just bringing all these other things to my attention and, and everything else had a reason why I didn't like it. And then I put that on and I was like, here, hello, I've been standing here this entire time. Like, where have you been? I definitely think it found me because it took a while to get to it it just feels like so crazy. I never planned any of this. And then for, again, my grandmother to be thinking about me, for my sister to be helping me, for all those things to just organically happen. And you always want them to, but you can't create a lot of those scenarios. Things just happen. It's really cool. I feel very lucky. Do you think you learned anything from the whole process? 
Yep. Um, I think the thing that I learned is it's important to always stay true to what you think and what you need. Because like I said, I was not going to do that. I was not going to spend that money on a dress to wear one time. And then that was it. And I still feel that way. Cause while that dress was gorgeous and beautiful, it didn't change the day. Like it didn't change Mike. It didn't change our story. It didn't change anything other than the fact that I was really lucky to have somebody think about me without me ever knowing it. It was never a thought in my head that she wouldn't be there with me. Neither one of my grandmothers were there. They both passed before we got married. But when somebody gets money or gets a luxury item or does things that are a little bit far out, it's very easy for them to stay in that lane and think that like everything is just going to be that way or they're that privileged. And especially right now, like you can't take those things for granted. Like, so I'm, that's the thing that I reminded myself, like I'm never going to need anything other than the things that I already have. And if there's extra things or there's extra privileges that I get, it's because of other people or saving that I did, not because I deserve them. It's because I earned them. I just feel so lucky that I had that opportunity and that she thought about us, all of us in that way, right? Like while I a million percent would have preferred that she was there with me to like hold my hand and um, both of my grandmothers, like my dad's mom as well, like I know that these things couldn't have happened without it. So as much as, as much as I would have loved that, like this added to the memory, this adds to the story. This adds to when I get to tell my kids, when I get to tell my, my grandkids, like, you know, something that I, we could try to pass down. Like, I don't know the future holds, but like if I were able to surprise somebody who I love with something like so beautiful and so thoughtful that nobody knew about, like nobody knew. Um, I think that would be something I would be so privileged and lucky to do for my families. (sighs) The the story is so inspiring and also so (laughs) heart melting. And I've put this heart melt word onto this, but do you have a word that you would sum up all of your experience with? Yeah, um, I, I actually have like a, a thing um, in my guest room. It just says blessed. And I think that's the only word because none of these things were because of anything that I did or asked for or like stomp my feet for. It was just something that somebody did to help somebody else and wanting to give to somebody else. So I just, that's like the thing, hashtag blessed. Like that, <laughs> that's what we say because you just, You can only receive good things if you put good things out. So just blessed. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, choosingyourreflection.com, where we unravel the mystery of the perfect wedding outfit. Check back next week when another beautiful soul takes on the journey of choosing their reflection. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.